What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Skill Riders Podcast. This is episode number 179, covering model car culture from around the world. I am your host, 65 Lokes, and this should be a special episode for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, it's been quite of a busy week, you know. Uh, last week, obviously, I did one on the commute. You know, I like talking to you guys, kind of letting you guys know what's been going on. And this week right here, I had the week off. Um, like vacation time from work, but at the same time, it's, uh, you know, just trying to find that balance uh, between, you know, working, packaging orders, family, and, you know, responsibilities and all these things. So as much as, you know, knowing that I have a week off and being like, oh, yeah, I'll be able to do all these things, possibly work on some model cars, you know, that's not really the case, you know, in, in situations like this, it's more, you know, the family comes into the picture first, like, what do we got going on? And then this week, at the same time, land not only landing on vacation time, it's like uh, my daughter, fiance, also birthdays, two birthdays on the same week, just like a few days apart. So happy birthday to both of them. You know, hopefully, you know, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to listen to this in the future or, or you know, <laughs> I don't know. But I just got to throw it out there, you know. I mean, this is it right here. This is August. And, I mean, it was fun, you know. Obviously, I'm recording this episode a little late. And as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to be uploading it. And you guys are going to be hearing this on Friday, you know. And But it's been cool. It, it was a fun week, you know. Uh, got to hang out with the family. Went out to the beach. First time. It was a special day because first time we took my daughter to the beach. We hadn't taken her before. And we've always talked about taking her, but I feel like, you know, it's all about timing and we waited for the right time. The day was beautiful. It was nice. And turn two, you know, and there's something we'll always remember is, you know, we took her to the beach when she turned two and she loved it. It was, it was dope, you know? And, um, I mean, you know, she's, a, she's asleep now and I, you know, who, who knows, man, she probably feels the waves, you know? Uh, but I'm happy I'm here being able to set everything up and start recording an episode. I don't have a guest for this episode. Next week, I do have a guest scheduled. You know, I was, you know, I was a little worried about scheduling someone in this week just because I didn't know how things were going to play out. You know, obviously with vacation time and knowing that the next day we don't have to get up so early to do stuff, even though I'm still like getting up, you know, my, my daughter's like, wanting to stay up late you know normally she's like asleep by 8 eight thirty, but no that's not the case man like she's up by you know 10 10 30 11 p.m it's all it's like i'm just letting her letting her do her thing you know i'm not really like checking her like hey we gotta go to bed <laughs> like i i like hanging out with her you know it's cool and you know it was just very unpredictable so i know that if i would have said like you know let's let's schedule nine which is normally the the recording date is on Tuesdays, 9 p.m. That's like my schedule, my regiment every week, every week at that time, you know, it works. But with like vacation time, it kind of like it's really hard to stay at that just because also knowing like she's staying up late and I know she wants to like hang out with me, too, even though, you know, her mom could entertain her and be with her and they could watch a movie or whatever. She's still going to be like asking for me. You know, and so I was like, all right, I'm not going to go into that, like, as far as, like, trying to tell her, like, oh, go to sleep. So she's asleep right now. So I'm like, all right, cool, you know. But there's some there's some items, items, some audio <laughs> that I'm going to be playing later in the episode that I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, these are, you know, shout outs to all the skill model builders out there, all the artists that contributed some audio clips that I'm going to be playing on the podcast pretty soon you know i just wanted to do this like introductory uh right now and just kind of um you know check in on you guys see how you guys are doing i hope you guys are doing good you know um i know we're we're getting through this year you know this year is going to be ending pretty soon it's going to come by so fast but i hope that you guys are doing well you know staying busy healthy you know mental wise everything you know what i mean like times are tough definitely um I feel like everybody is going through something, you know, um, whether it's like a loved one passing away or 
or maybe that pressure of uh you know hardship of of money or whatever you know there's all these like different variables different things are just kind of going down you know and um you know and, it, and it's one of those things where if anything it's just trying to you just got to stay focused you know stay stay focused on the goal um and and you'll get there you know we'll get through this we'll be pretty good you know one of my uh good friends you know from Oxnard he um it's it's crazy like he had heart surgery and I was talking to him and I was going like yo like you went through like and everything went well like he's cool right now but I was telling him dude you did like the most scariest like surgery you know I feel like if you ever had any other surgery you would be like whatever about it because I mean every surgery serious but when it comes down to something like that like oh man like that's a really freaky one, you know? And I remember him telling me that he was going to go into doing, like, a surgery. And I was like, yo, like, you know, like, damn. Like, that's crazy. But at the same time, you know, you have to be positive, op optimistic. You can't just start, you know, thinking negatively or, like, there's going to be a bad outcome, right? So, you know, checking on my friend, you know, talking to him daily, you know, leading up to the thing and... You know, I I was, you know, I, I was worried. Like, you know, I was like, man, you know, I would pray for him and I would just be like, yo, like, I hope he's cool. You know, I hope everything was good. But at the same time, it was just like just knowing the day he was going to go through it. And when it was going down, you know, from the morning and then everything, I was just like, like wondering, thinking about him. Like, man, I wonder what's going down. I hope everything goes good. You know, I hope I get a text or a phone call or something at the end of the night from him or you know from his wife that he's fine that everything went well you know and yeah it, it was it was weird it was like like a stressful worried kind of weird it was a weird day dude it was so weird you know um just trying to do the daily things that we do right but having that lingering in the back of my mind I was like yo this sucks you know and at the same time I was like I wasn't, you know, my fiance knew about it. My family knew about it because he's a close friend. My family knows him too. But other than that, you know, only like a couple friends knew. But I didn't really want to be dwelling too much, too much crazy on it, you know, to, because once you start, I feel like once you start thinking about it too much, you start going down like this, like negative kind of like, what if like that happens, you know? And I was like, nah, I don't want to send those vibes, you know? So I'm happy. He's good. You know, we talk, text him check in on them stuff like that and um I, I feel like those things are are very important it's just crazy that when you have to go through something like that you're by yourself you are by yourself you know no matter what like if you're laying on a table or you're going somewhere like you're by yourself at that moment and um it's it's just crazy like we all have to face something at some point right it's it's a trip when those things are going to come around but you know other than that, when things are, are cool, you know, that we're able to have the, this opportunity to uh, build model cars, go to shows, you know, hang out with our families and uh, just kind of chill out. You know, we, we always have to, like, embrace those things and and just have a good time, you know, not, not let things, little things get to us, you know, because, you know, everyone's going through something, like, super could be super crazy like you know worrying and all that but i love the fact that at the end of the day at some point we could sit on our table and just start working on stuff you know the other um the other night i was staying up late and um i wanted to work on something like i wanted to work on a model but i couldn't and i was just telling myself man what the hell like what is it why isn't it that i don't want to like do it you know i was it was almost like i was talking to myself at that point and i just kept staring at the clock i was just like thinking like man it's getting late you know if i get started now it, it, i was just thinking too much if i get started now by the time you know i feel like i'm done all this time has passed and whatever and i'm gonna have a mess and i have to clean it all up and you know and I don't know if I could say, I guess it's just like procrastinating, you know? I didn't want to say writer's block, but yeah, I was just like procrastinating about it. And um, 
And then I just kept telling myself, you know what? Yeah, if I'm not feeling it, like, why am I going to force it, you know? So um, I just kind of just chilled, you know? And I just did, like, the kind of the typical thing, you know, whenever I'm not in that mindset at that moment. Like, because I wish, I wish that I could build during the day. I wish I could do it, like, in the early morning or even just, like, during the day when it's sunny. You know, that's that's kind of, like, what I really wish I could do it, you know, Night's dope too, but I just feel that at night sometimes lately, I, I'm just very tired, you know, and um, I'm just trying to to really uh, be like in a, where, where I'm just like comfortable, like, all right, cool, because I like to spend a couple hours, maybe even three hours working on something, you know, I, I don't want to just sit there for like 10 minutes, 30 minutes, and that's it, no, like, you know, when it's go time, you definitely want to have your time, you know, and I don't know, it's just really hard for me to do like something really, really short, you know, but when I'm not working on anything, I typically, you know, I start, you know, kind of doing like a little inventory, let's say a little thing with my, like a list of stuff that I have, just making sure that my tools are cool, they're cleaned, you know, if bust out the files, bust out the, the sandpaper, just stare at it, see if uh, if it's dirty, if it needs to be, you know, cleaned or if it needs to be thrown away or whatever, you know, consolidating things, making more space, things up like that, you know, things are that are related to the build with himself or or just like even like that recent build, not recent build, uh, the upcoming build that I want to do, just, you know, just kind of checking into what I have, what is it that I still want to get for it kind of just putting it all together as far as, you know, just like setting it aside and and just chilling, you know, just checking on Instagram, seeing what you guys are doing, what you guys are up to, you know, all, the, all those things right there. And as much as I get inspired, like to build, it just sucks when like the tiredness takes over, you know, it takes over and I'm like, man, I can't, I can't do anything right now. Uh, but it's all good though, you know. I mean, there's time, you know, in the future to do stuff for sure. And you know, other than that, I I really love enjoying watching what you guys are doing right there. So I hope you guys are doing good. I you know, it, it looks like everyone's just like doing a great job with their builds, pumping stuff out, you know, making the best of it, which is really awesome. And yeah, I also wanted to add, you know, I've been getting, like, DMs and, like, emails from people just asking, like, hey, you know, do you have a physical store or are you just online-based? And, you know, for the most part, you know, obviously right now I'm just online-based. You know, I don't have a store, but I, I do desire to have a place for sure. It's just I'm on the fence as to, you know, wanting a, a warehouse space or wanting a retail space. But at the same time, you know, those are two options, but I'm not like in the position right now to just be like, all right, I want to go with, you know, with A and and let's just make phone calls and let's meet up and let's do all this stuff and like that. Nah, it's not even like that, you know, or B or whatever, you know. It's uh, definitely an investment, you know. It's uh, a commitment as well that go along with the investment, you know, the other day I had this conversation, um, with this gentleman who uh, owns a business, a window, window tinting business, not too far from my house. And it's so crazy that I hit the dude up. I call him up, you know, just to, uh, make, uh, um, a schedule, you know, schedule a date to drop off a car, my fiance's car to get it tinted. And when the dude answered the phone, he, um, the first thing he said was like, Hey, um, you know, this, this phone number, you know, is it from Ventura County? Cause he recognized the area code. I'm like, yeah. And then he was like, are you from Oxnard? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And we just started talking and it's so crazy that it so happens. He grew up in the same town neighborhood and went to like the same elementary and high school as him. But he's, he, he's older than me. Like, he was like, man, like, he's probably like, I want to, who knows, man, he's probably as old as 
my dad's age. You know, he's probably like in his 60s. But the dude was cool, though. Dude was mad cool. So we were talking, and uh, he was tripping out, though. Like, you know, I was asking him questions. He was asking me questions. And he hasn't been back to the town in a while. So I was kind of just explaining to him some of the changes and developments that's gone down. So we were just talking, you know. And then I started to ask him, like, about, you know, the location where he's at. You know, if there, if if he knew the, uh, the you know, the contact of the management of this place, because I really like this area right here in, in the um, in this kind of a setting, this warehouse setting that I was quite interested in. And, you know, he he um, he did give me the info, followed through, reached out to I got in contact with the uh, with that manager. And, um, you know, we we're talking for a while, but he did tell me that, yeah, he does not have anything available and you know it's been a while since anybody has left you know or, or to fill in like a vacant spot and he did tell me though you know right now it's really hard to find something here locally he's like you can find something but it's not going to be in this city it's going to be outside of the city right here you know he's like because i i can't I, like, I talk to other managers of other spaces that they rent out and stuff like that they lease and they're like right now it's like super hard so i was like all right you know, so I kept this card and um, I just, you know, I kept looking, keep looking. And from what I'm noticing is there's a lot of retail space, a lot more retail space versus warehouse space, you know. And I mean, they both, there's obviously going to be pros and cons to both of them, you know. But I have been looking and I mean, there's one space that I'm looking at. That I'm like very interested in, and I wish I was in the position, you know, financially, and you know, um, to to really be like, all right, this is a spot I want to like dive into. You know, um, I really like the terms, like three to five years for a lease, which is really good. Uh, but I I feel like if I was committing to something like that, I'd probably just go for the five, because I know that there was going to be a lot of money going to be going into it just to set up. You know, because you got to think like if you if you lease a retail space, you got to like purchase counters, you got to purchase racks, you got to, you know, purchase like security cameras, all this stuff, dude. You got to get, you know, insurance. You got to get so much stuff to set up. You know, it's not like you just bring your stuff in and you're ready to go. You know, you, you got to set so much stuff up beforehand. And, um, you know, permits with the city, you got to get it approved as well, which most likely it will because it's a retail space. Everything around it is retail, you know, and uh, and the type of business that it is, it's, it's you know, retail, it's a store. So it's not like anything crazy, like industrial or whatever that it would not apply to it. But, you know, all, all those things obviously cost money, you know, so... The good thing is looking into it and seeing the goal, you know, like already seeing like, all right, all right, you know, because I almost feel like if, if you don't look into it and if, you know, you don't ask questions or, or you don't like start, you know, thinking ahead or putting those numbers together, like it's not going to happen then, you know, it's just an illusion at that point, you know, and, and then it's just going to stay an online store forever, you know, and I know a lot of people say, you know, in this day and age, you know, hobby shops are closing or even just any regular like stores, right? They say, oh, they're, you know, they're, they're done. Like you, sometimes you do see shopping centers that are empty and, and they're just out of business or whatever, you know? And, um, I think for a lot of those businesses that are out, I mean, some of them do have online, but a lot of them didn't. A lot of them just operated waiting for people to show up in their store and they just weren't operating online. And then they try to do that transition, but it was like too late. They already had a competitor that, you know, not that took them out, but, you know, the percentage probably did. But for the most part, people were just like, you know, so probably got boring or whatever, you know, it just wasn't convenient anymore. And, I mean, I know right now online shopping's huge. It's really big. But at the same time, you know, just 
handling an online store, you know, operating uh, from home and then having, you know, just stuff like in storage and all that stuff. It's, it's, um, it can be hard, you know, you, you could do, you can only do that for so long. You can't do it for very long, you know, and, and I feel like th that's the next step for me. You know, I have to, um, save my money and try to make as many sales as I can to take it to that level where I'm in, in a position to be able to get into a to a space you know because I honestly would want to have a space a retail space and when I look when I think about that it's not just a space to have all the stuff in there for people to just like come through and, and like buy a bunch of stuff or whatever I want it's more than that I want it to be like uh, uh like a base like a home base for people that model build you know, to come hang out and chill, you know, because I still remember having memories of like going to record stores and being able to like drive out, leave my house and go to a record store, look through the records, you know, pick up a record or two, but also like meet up with friends and just kind of talk and hang out right there. And, you know, over time you make friends with like the people selling the records so then they, you know, it was like cool to see them chop it up, talk about music and all this stuff. So, you know, it's it, it's definitely like pretty cool of a hangout. But all you're doing is like talking and listening to music. So just imagine that with model building, right? Hanging out, chopping it up, talking about models, asking questions, you know. And then again, you know, having that opportunity or even like a space in there to be able to work on something at the same time. Like, what if someone's like, hey, um, you know, from this time to this time, the operating hours, you could actually come in and, and work, you know, on a model build there, things like that. Like, that would be pretty dope. You know, what if someone's like working at it at home and they get stuck on it and they want to just come through and and they want you to like just help them real quick, you know, with something. Like, you can just do that right there and, It'd be kind of cool, you know, um, but at the same time, there's just so many things I would want to do. Releases, if a new, if new items drop, you know, do a sell on it, you know, the pre-orders, all, all these different variations of things that would be pretty cool um, to do. But the cool thing is, is that it's kind of in reverse, like meaning the online store is what started it's what's set it off with you guys with the support that it's gotten to take it to that level to open up retail space and open up their doors you know to the public and if you know if something would happen right in the future that it would cause it to close its doors it could still go back to online store like it could still exist you know it's not like it's not going to exist uh, people will still be able to order and get their product and whatnot. And, you know, but at the same time, I want it to be like an experience, you know, whether it's online or even in person right there. So, I don't know, just something I just wanted to share uh, with you guys, kind of what's been kind of like lingering, ticking on my brain, like, you know, just thinking about it, dwelling on it, like, like, all right, all right, what what do I need to do to take it to the next level? And you know I've been I've been doing some flash sales recently and you know they've been they've been cool. I appreciate you guys supporting too and and jumping on that, you know, because you know right now I definitely I feel like man I need to move kits. Like, you know, they take up so much space. They take up a lot of space. So I'm kind of like in this like transition phase where I got to make the space, get rid of kits, bring in new kits but then also kind of like build up on other uh, detail brands, build up on their uh, catalog. So this way I have, you know, uh, the items that you guys are looking for. I should be receiving new product from Mr. Model uh, that's coming all the way from Brazil. He does some great photo etch stuff that is going to be arriving uh, next month. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be shipping it out soon, you know, by the end of this month and by next, um, 
month I should have this in. So I'm excited. There's some new uh, items he has. There's like a photo etch uh, shelf. So for those that like doing dioramas, uh, those little shelves will be, you know, available. There's also these uh, photo etch ramps that he has out, you know, so you could uh, pretty much also another diorama piece or even just place your car up on there like it's being worked on. Um, so many cool little things he has, you know, and I also uh, I'm going to be getting some water slide decals that he offers as well for the interior of cars. You know, he he has a pretty extensive line. I, I focus mainly on the photo etch, but I'm going to start bringing in a little bit more and more of the other things that I haven't gone into the store that, you know, I feel like people have seen it online but I have not seen it in person, you know, I haven't seen anybody like really using it to say, hey, check it out, you know, so I'm curious once I get it in, I hope people try it out and they showcase it at the same time so they could see. And I should be re-upping on uh, some more Zoom on stuff. I had gotten some, you know, earlier last week and uh, more stuff should be coming in and definitely expanding that line right there. Uh, you know, everyone at Zuman's really great, and they've been really cool uh, helping me out. You know, but um, I just wanted to uh, let you guys uh, know that you know I reached out to some of the guys in the in the model community on Instagram and uh, doing like a Q and A because uh, you know I wanted to make this uh, episode you know special. You know, because you know I I didn't line anybody up. I feel like all these like different things are kind of going down. And I'm just like, yo, you know, I don't want to let you guys down. I don't want to leave you guys hanging. But I really appreciate the support, uh, you know, from everybody that participated. So uh, I'm going to um, just kind of uh, uh, throw in the, the, the question, the cue right here. So uh, I pretty much reached out, reached out and asked, what are you currently building? Question mark. And your favorite model kit? Question mark. So... Uh, Let's just go right ahead and get jump right into it. I hope you guys enjoy this right here. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon in a bit. Here we go. My name is Mike North. I'm Northwind Customs 208 on Instagram. I am currently building a Tamiya NSXR. It has a resin wide body kit that I printed. Um, it doesn't have anything else really added to it other than paint from splash and scale finishes uh, as well as DuPont clear on top of that. Uh, super excited about it. It's really turning out exactly the way I had it in my head. Uh, favorite kits uh, has evolved through time. Uh, it used to be the, the AMT 53 Ford uh, F100 kit. I have one of those in one one it's 55 but close enough and but it's kind of evolved now and my stash would say that uh, my favorite kit has to be the Tumia R32 Skyline I stocked up on them got lots of big plans for those hey there I'm Chris and I'm the builder behind the kit builder Chris page and also quite honored to be able to say that I'm part of the Yoshima ambassador program uh, I'm currently working on the Aoshima C Westerlands Evo X kit, uh, which isn't too far from completion actually. Um, it's a kit I have uh, enjoyed, a nice clean kit with no quality or fitment nasties, which is obviously always nice to have um, when working on any kit really, to be honest. In roughly 70 kits built, um, for me I'd possibly say the best kit I have ever worked on uh, was the Aoshima Liberty Walk uh, Lambo Hurricane. Uh, the actual quality of everything from the box art, uh, the, the manual, the full colour and all the photos and stuff inside it, and all the parts were just brilliant. Um, a kit I would recommend to anyone, from the more experienced to even the beginners, um, as the kit comes with um, some quality looking stickers, as well as obviously all the water slides. Um, it, yeah, it's a really well thought out kit. I really liked the uh, the adjustable hideout and camber features, um, something I've not used before or seen come across on a kit before. Um, and even after assembly, um, you know, it's all fully painted, you can still adjust the ride out and the, the camber the wheels. I just think that's a great little feature. Um, I also think that other contact points for all the parts that are on the sprues 
are located perfectly, uh, with most of them hidden away where you can't see them once uh, the item is fully assembled. Um, plus all the actual look and the finish of the body and all the parts look great. Um, so, you know, with these two pointers in mind, for me, make another great two reasons for a beginner to pick it up and not have to worry too much. If they don't want to paint it and they just want to build it straight out of the box with no paint, you can use the stickers and, um, you know, the, the finish of the plastic looks good enough as it is. Um, and with that, it will just be able for a beginner to take away stress and bring them more enjoyability to the kit. What's up, Edgar? It's JD, Big Guys Garage. I'm currently working on what is my favorite kit. It's a uh, 55 Chevy Stepside. It's from AMT. The one I'm currently working on is for the Battle of the Build-Offs. Uh, it's a month-long build. I'm trying to stay focused. I only got a few days left. Uh, seems like I started out running, but now I'm, uh, I'm crawling now. Uh, I've got most of the big stuff done uh but it's coming along coming along uh i've got a lot of versions of this kit that i want to build like i like i said it's my favorite kit uh will i ever have time to do all of them i'm not sure but uh i'm definitely enjoying this one i've got a really good mixture of uh of the kit parts plus 3d pinned parts I've got a good mixture of these uh, of the kit parts and 3D printed parts. Uh, love doing that. That's my favorite thing. Designing plus plus using uh, the actual plastic from the kit. Uh, I just wanted to give you a quick update, Edgar. Um, um, and wanted to check in. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, I hope you're all well. My name is Alexander Salomon, and I'm from South Africa. In terms of my favorite kit that I've ever built, I would have to say the 78 monogram El Camino um, that I called Mellow Yellow. You guys can check it out on my page under Alex Gets to Work. And currently I'm working on a 77 Pontiac Firebird by Monogram also. Yeah, that kit has been a long time in the coming. Um, I've been working on it for the last three months, getting the bodywork right. Um, it was sent to me from a friend, so I stripped it down. I've put a new engine in it. Um, I've completely gutted the interior. So yeah, check that out on my page under Alex Gets to Work. And that one should be at you guys soon. Hey Edgar, what's up? Steve Knox here, uh, otherwise known as Freddy Beach Customs on Instagram. Uh, I really appreciate being uh, included in this recording, and uh, I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> so, you're wondering about what uh, what a favorite kit of mine might be. That is a really tricky question because uh, you know I'm I'm turning 50 here in a couple of weeks, and man, I've had a a long history of building. Uh, started back when I was about seven years old with, with my brother's building and my uncle building. And I watched them put stuff together and uh, I kind of got inspired by them. Now, to really point out favorite kits, that might be tricky, but I'll do my best. In the early days, I think my favorite model manufacturer would have been Ravel. They, when I was, oh, about 12 years old or something, they had a line called the Saints. Uh, they had like a Henry J. Gasser and a 57, I think there was a 57 Ranchero with a chop top. And um, they had a Willys maybe. Anyway, there was a whole bunch of really cool vehicles with these big fat tires in the back, the big engines up through the hood. And uh, they were real eye catchers. And, and our, my local hobby store back then, I mean, there were multiple in town. Uh, now we're down to really just one, but there were multiples and uh, those things were all over the shelves. I loved them, I absolutely loved them. And uh, that was my first favorite, I would say, is that entire series. After the Saints series, uh, there was 
the Hot Rod Magazine series that Ravel put out, and those just blew my mind. I mean, I'm still looking for a... There was like an 82 Firebird that was orange with this crazy flame job from uh, the Phoenix on the hood going clear back down the sides, and it had like these weird hubcaps with louvers on it and big fat tires in the back and a tunnel ram with dual carbs coming up through the hood. It was just wicked. I just love that car and I'm still looking for it. Um, aside from that, I mean, they had the 56 Ford pickup and oh, just the Hot Rod series grew and grew and you could get these multiple like three pack kits and stuff. And I just love them. Um, they had uh, so many good choices. Of course, you really can't look at the 80s and favorite kits without mentioning the MPC line. Uh, one of my absolute favorites from them, there was a Monza Spider. It was red on the box and it had this crazy wide body kit on it. Small block, I think it had a blower on it. Can't really remember but uh, those big fat Goodyear blue streak tires on the back and you know narrow ones in the front and just looking as mean as could be with all the ground effects. Man, if I could get my hands on one of them now, that sure would take me back. I'm not much of an import guy, as you can see, but uh, I just love the old kits that remind me of my childhood and uh, growing up. Funny story about one of my Grail kits, which is being re-released this month, actually, was the uh, 70, I think it's 77 or 78 Ford Bronco. Uh, AMT's putting it back out. My brother had one. He built it. My father had bought on my, what would it have been, my seventh birthday, my father bought a, a 79 Ford Bronco, two-tone brown. Well, my brother built a replica of it. And my two older brothers, they fought like cats and dogs. Well, one day I walked into their bedroom, they shared a bedroom, and watched my older brother twist the thing until it was nothing but a heap of broken plastic in his hand. My other brother immediately jumped on him and uh, the battle royale ensued. So I'm looking to make retribution for that point in time by building another one, and I can't wait to see it come out. Currently on my bench, I have the MPC 1984 GMC Deserter kit. It's coming along well. It's for the Battle of the Build-Offs, showing the North American side strength. I, I don't think it'll win, but it certainly will, uh, it'll set a, its place in history. Uh, for the next item on the bench, I'm gonna have a uh, couple of builders. Uh, one is a rebuilder, uh, 60 Ford, what they call the fridge, I think they call it, pickup. And the other one's a bit of a surprise. It's going to be a luxury, uh, modernized 50s car that's going to be really beautiful. Lots of chrome, lots of really deep, deep red paint, and lots of shine. Thanks a lot, Edgar, for having me, and I really appreciate it. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dennis, and what I'm currently working on is the Hilux new old school YN86 Toyota pickup. You know, it's that Toyota with the camper, and I'm working on a Hilux Custom RN30, also a Liberty Walk GTR from Aoshima, and 86 Monte Carlo from Revell. So, got a lot of things on my plate, and I feel like the best kit for me so far that I like the most is Aoshima. Shima GTR kit. It's a lot of great kits out there, but that one's my favorite right now. But I'm getting ready to do the Liberty Walk G uh Lamborghini, so see how that one goes. Hey everyone, this is Shane from Man Cave Models. Uh currently working on a 1972 Ford F one hundred four-wheel drive. Uh getting close to getting it done. I've got to respray the roof. And then once I get it done, uh, should be on the assembly finally. Uh, also working on a 94 Ford SVT Lightning that I will be doing as a pace truck. And for the Acme NNL theme of Redwood this year, figured it'd be something different that'll be on the table for that category. Uh, favorite model kit right now is currently the Mobius F100 kits. You can, there's just so many different ways that you can build that kit.
I'm Yvonne Larsson, aka Model Car Builder 124 on Instagram. I'm 45 years old, father of five, and I'm building plastic models, printing resin wheels, and uh, just enjoying the hobby. Uh, my current builds are a Porsche 959 for a Porsche group build and the battle of build offs build off and that's supposed to be finished this weekend and I'm not sure if I can uh, manage it we uh, had a vacation and uh, I kind of had trouble planning the build a uh, little bit too much time went away in the beginning and uh, also, the modifications took a little bit more time than planned. I'm also building a Audi Ur Quattro from Tamaya that's uh, been started this summer and one old and new Porsche that I'm planning on finishing uh, soon. And um, the Gemba Mirage GT from Euronim Works. My favorite model kit that I've built would be either the Tamiya GT4 Mustang uh, or the McLaren Senna from Tamiya. The engineering is first class and uh, I really like the Tamiya kits, especially the new ones. The old ones are great too, far better than many of the new ones from certain brands but uh, my favorite kit I own I'm not sure it can be uh, um, some of the Tamiya FXX cage maybe are the best uh, kits that I have or um, I don't know some uh, maybe the Oshima and my favorite kit that I built, like the outcome of the, the kit uh, must be the Liberty Walk Silhouette GTR Young Player Special from uh, Alpha Models slash Hobby Design. I'm really happy how it came out. Uh, I did 3D print the wheels and, uh, and the only weak spot for me on these kits are the uh, windows that are not up to par to the rest of the kit. I really liked how it was and, and the castings and stuff like that, but the windows not so much. And therefore I, I in the future plan to redo my windows for that kit. Hopefully it can be as good as the rest of the kit when I'm finished. Hey guys, uh, this is Ryan Shinjo. Uh, my IG name is Scale Model Cars with a Z. I'm currently building a few projects on my desk. Uh, I'm trying to finish up the Now or Never build off for that. I'm building a Mercedes Benz 600 SEL from Lee. Uh, older kit, kind of expensive. Had to order two, started off with a Tamiya kit and the roof was warped. So I had to quickly scramble and get another one in. Uh, got a couple of projects going for the Hoy NNL next month. Building a 66 Volkswagen Bug that I've posted uh, multiple times about the paint job. Um, also got a slant nose Porsche resin body from C1 Models. Uh, both projects are coming along great. Uh, got some other kits going on. Probably my favorite kit to build is the old Union Volkswagen Bug or IMC. Kind of expensive kit, out of production. Probably cost like $150 now to get one of those. But I like those because the doors are conveniently cut out and pretty quick to assemble can use all kind of Volkswagen parts. I like to build Volkswagens a lot. 
But my next kid probably I'm gonna get started on. I'm looking at the Aoshima Liberty Walk Lambo. Might get that one going. Order some carbon fiber from Scale Riders to apply to this model. Uh, then I got some other kits going on. But, you know, in general. Hi, my name is Jake Walraven. And I'm currently building a 32 Ford Vicky sedan, the AMT Ertl model. Then I'm using a 32 Ravel frame. And I'm using a Gopher, Gopher Racing uh, big block Ford blown Ford 429 engine with it and I'm using 3D scale rims and tires. I also like to build two models at a time on my bench so that way I stay busy. So the second model I'm building is a F4C Phantom Jet by Monogram that was given to me by a, a gentleman. Uh, it's a 148 kit. Out here where we live at, we, there used to be an, an Air Force base called George Air Force Base, and he was a, a trainer and a pilot of these Phantom Jets during the Vietnam War. And uh, he knew I was interested in building models, and he has several models at his house you know he's an older guy and he has like 50 models kits that he's collected over the years and he gave me this kit so i'm painting it and uh attempting it's only the second airplane i've ever built so i'm attempting to use a camouflage techniques that i am kind of teaching myself through uh the fine scale modeler uh, magazine it's called airbrushing for scale modelers and these uh, instruction they're like instruction mag magazines manuals that teach you how to use an airbrush and how to build armor and how to build planes and cars uh, they're the same people that put out the fine scale magazine so I found that very informative on how to how to do that and follow along their techniques and using their techniques and ideas. So I'm using an Iwata airbrush and I use Tamiya acrylic, Tamiya acrylics. And then I also using the splash paints as well. And those, those are works really well because you, you don't have to thin it. Um, but the Tamiya paints are very accurate if you're going to build a, any kind of armor or airplane. Um, I like building cars. I like building, uh, like hot rods, custom cars, drag racing cars. And I've been building models ever since I was a, you know, a, a kid. And then I took a break, you know, cause of life and work and family. And so I'm recently retired and I've taken the hobby back up and I'm really enjoying it. I don't think my builds will ever be like in a magazine or win trophies, but for me, that's not the idea. The idea is just to have fun doing it and staying busy and keeping my mind active and uh, working with the community the model building community and, you know, just car community and reaching out to other people with about the planes and tanks and what happened when during the wars and how certain models are supposed to look. And it's not just the building, it's the researching as well. And uh, just overall, I think the hobby is just growing and I'm really enjoying it and staying busy. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tim Merry. I go by this guy making things. I'm a 124th scale car enthusiast and Gunpla fanboy. 
currently working on a kit bash between Tamiya and Aoshima, trying to put that wide body 911 on a 75 Volkswagen Beetle Cabrio. So far, so good as always. Um, what's my favorite kit of all time? I thought about that for a minute. Does that mean the kit that I've built the most or I have the most in the backlog? or the one that I dream of building the most again. I would have to say my favorite kit of all time has got to be the Master Grade Barbatos from Bandai. Anytime someone asks me about getting into modeling or Gunpla, I absolutely recommend the Barbatos. If you haven't done it, go out and get one. Have yourself some fun. What up? My name is Casey, aka Slowly's Models, and at the moment I'm working on a cyberpunk futuristic style Mazda RX-7 uh, in a buddy build with with Maddie's custom scale. And my favourite kit would have to be the Aoshima Rocket Bunny edition, the red one with the black wheels. I think it's a really good kit. It goes together super well, and it's designed really, really nicely to fit together like really good. And uh, that's why that'd be my favourite pick. Hey guys, I'm back. So I hope you guys enjoyed that segment right there. You know, it was uh that was kind of cool. You know, I I'm very thankful for everybody that came through together right there. You know, with their answers, it was it was just awesome to hear everybody out what they had to say. And you know, I I feel like you know I was talking to Casey about it, and you know this could be something that you know I'm gonna continue doing on for future episodes. Um, you know, I, I know, uh, you know, I'm going to continue doing the interviews with guests, but I feel like something like this would be kind of cool to uh, tie into those like bonus or even just uh, solo episodes in there. So we get to tie it in all together uh, right there. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy that right there. And, um, you know, if you're new to the podcast, we do a weekly podcast, you know, Pretty much listening to, you know, in any platform, you can check it out right there. And, you know, just expect some interviews and, you know, tips and whatnot. You know, a little bit of everything of the fandom that comes together with the uh, scale model cars as well. And, you know, we also run an online hobby store. So if you need, you know, kits, tools, paint, you know, material, sanding stuff, all that stuff, it's all right there. Uh, what we have so uh thank you guys for tuning in i hope you guys have a great weekend and rest of the week uh take care stay safe and keep on building guys all right peace out